0: You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. Got a really great show for you today. We'll uh, be talking a little back-to-school tech in a little while, giving you the lowdown on what tech gadgets you should be looking for if you are headed back to school, college, university, what have you. We'll also be getting some uh, photo tips. It's the Abbotsford Air Show here in BC this weekend, and uh, we're going to have one of our friends from... Panasonic on to give us some tips on how to shoot planes that are going by at hundreds of miles an hour. It's it's harder than you think.
1: (laughs) Yeah exactly and um, you were there yesterday. I was yeah I had a chance uh, to go. It was uh, pretty cool.
0: It's pretty cool but yeah it's hard to shoot.
1: Well they're going really fast and I guess it depends on, like, the different lenses he's using and features inside the camera to be able to get those shots because they do have those modes. Yes. I've never used it myself. I don't know if you have, but they've, they have different settings to allow you to, to basically capture fast-moving objects. It's cool. So, anyway, we're going to get some tips on that, uh, you know, and uh, you'll want to stay tuned for it.
0: Um, I just got a new wallet. I, you and just I, showed I, you me, know, yes. Who cares? It's a tech show we're listening to right now. Um, it's from a company called Nomad. There's these guys out of California. Uh, their website is hellonomad.com. And you know how at night I always worry about making sure I charge my like my iPad and my my iPhone. Well, now I have to worry about charging my wallet every time I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so this this wallet, uh, they've got a couple different models. They've got uh, like a full size billfold wallet, and they've got kind of the smaller pocket wallet. Um, it's got a little, it's got a battery in it.
1: A built-in a battery built-in charger. Battery,
0: battery charger and a little lightning connector for iPhones mm-hmm. and iPads. So if I'm uh, out in the go and my iPhone is out of juice, which happens a lot because I'm using it all the time, I can just pull my wallet out and stick the little connector into my phone and presto kazinga, I'm charged.
1: You, you know what's funny? What? Uh, I have a similar thing except I have a high-tech pen. It's from a company called Beyond Inc. Yeah, and it's a ballpoint pen. It's a little bit thicker than a typical pen, a big pen, but it ha- also has a battery charger inside does it? it. Yes. Oh, that's and cool. And so it also has a flash drive, so you can actually store documents on f- and files on it. Oh, you got battery and yeah. Flash see, drive. your wallet does not have oh, a memory my s- card built oh, my in. Stupid
0: now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe maybe next year Nomad will add that feature. But it it goes to show you that we are so dependent on our mobile devices that we need to keep them charged. I found a great way to make new friends is to just carry one of these external battery packs. And around 7, 8 o'clock, if you're having dinner or you're, maybe you're at the bar watching sports, you can make a lot of friends because everybody needs a boost in their power. And if you have that, people want to hang out with you. Or with, in your case, people want to get into your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: This, this isn't going to end well, is it?
1: I don't think so. No. You know, at first, it sounded like a great idea, but try sharing your wallet with people. That's going to be... a That'll, that'll yeah, be pretty interesting, Mike.
0: Maybe you're right. Anyway, it's you, you gotta check it out. HelloNomad.com. Uh brown beautiful brown leather wallets and iPhone chargers at the same time. They make a lot
1: of great accessories. Oh my god. Even yeah, the Apple, their Apple Watch stand. Yeah. Uh, we something that we reviewed on the on the television show. It was pretty nice.
0: Yeah. And they've got uh, a lot of other different types of chargers and stuff. Uh interesting stuff in the news this week, uh, Andy. Um a lot of people are using ad blockers. Yes. Right? The industry claims, like the publishing industry claims, they lose $22 billion a year in lost advertising revenue because people are using ad blockers on their computers, which basically strips the ads out of websites they go to. Yeah, And so I'm kind of torn on this because some of these sites you go to, they're just popping up ads all the time, and it's just it's too much. But at the same time, I do appreciate that I'm getting a lot of this information for free, and they have to make money as well, Yes, right? Uh, Facebook now is getting into the game of blocking the ad blockers. They're saying, basically going forward, that uh, they will uh, make it difficult for ad blockers to block Facebook ads. They say that that about 17% of people on their desktop computers use uh, Facebook ad
1: blockers. Do do you not see the irony in here? You have ad blockers that block ads. Now you have Facebook... Blocking the blockers that block the ads. I know. So but you know what's going to happen next. I know. The There's ad blockers, blockers are going to block, block Facebook from blocking the ads. Ad block, yeah. the, the ad blockers from block... It's a never-ending cycle. This is going to be a coding war yes. between them because this is going on on Facebook's desktop mobile or desktop site. Yes. So, like you said, seventeen percent of people are currently using ad blockers. That has increased a lot just globally um, over the last couple of years, and as it gets. Across to people through word of mouth, the entire industry, like even the publishing industry, look what happened to the Toronto Star this week oh, with, the, yeah, with they, the layoffs.
0: Yeah, they uh, they tried to start a new tablet edition of the Toronto Star, mm-hmm. uh, had a whole bunch of people dedicated to it, and did not did not grow as fast as they thought it would.
1: Maybe it was because of the ad blockers. <laughs> <don't>, no, seriously. <laughs> yeah, well, seriously. that's what I mean. The industry is suf- suffering right now, the advertising industry. You know what? I, I don't. And I've I've gotten really good at this over the last couple of years. I just like psych out the ad the ads that I see on the side. Like, yeah, I, you just tune them out. I don't I don't really see it. The only time I see it is when like because we do the tech TV show, so I'm always looking at gadgets. The only yeah. time is if I looked at a gadget or I went to a website, and then suddenly I, I might be on Facebook, and that comes up. Yeah, that's the only time I notice it because of the the timing. It kind of it's kind of freaky when you think about it. How, how much they know about you? It,
0: well, it's interesting because. Um, you know, I do the radio show and the TV show, and our company also is an agency, so we do a lot of online advertising for clients, yeah. and Facebook advertising as well. It is it is very spooky at how targeted and how much information you can get uh, you know, from potential consumers. Mm-hmm. And so I, one of the good things about this new Facebook thing is that they're going to actually have uh, an advertising section in your preferences going forward, and you'll actually be able to go in there and fine-tune it, and... Basically tune out any ads that you don't like. So for example, if you're getting uh, a lot of ads about uh, hemorrhoid cream, for example, where did that come from? I don't want those anymore. You can turn that off. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, there's a thing in Facebook called uh, custom audiences. And this is kind of spooky. If you are someone that wants to advertise like a company... Uh, Online, if you've got an email list uh, or customers' phone numbers, you can actually upload that into uh, a special Facebook section, um, and it'll actually match those up with Facebook profiles. Yes, which will then help companies target their ads like it's like laser guided advertising.
1: Yeah, this is not like your typical TV advertising when you're like, oh, certain demographic groups watch this program, so they might like this ad. That's not going on. This is like targeted right down to the individual level. But if I understand correctly, with Facebook coming out with this new ad blocking ad blocker or whatever yep. you want to call it, they also allow you in their settings to see what sites you have already provided your email yes. to. Yes. See, that's spooky to me. Because but
0: it's, it's cool because you can, you can then opt out of those ones.
1: But imagine like, looking at that list. Over the years, all the different things that you've added your email to, suddenly yeah. you're looking at it. It's it's kind of freaky how much we're tracked online, and all oh, this happens because of the advertising industry, because oh, yeah. they want to target. And we all thought Facebook was free this whole time, but it isn't because we're giving away it, you know, a lot tough. of information.
0: It's tough. Come you know around you know family birthdays or Christmas time when I'm doing online shopping, it, it's tough because if I'm looking, maybe my wife wants a new pair of shoes for Christmas, and I'm looking online. Suddenly, on a family computer. On the family computer in the yeah. kitchen. Um, going forward, like every time I visit a website, those shoes start appearing in ads all yeah. over the place. Yeah. So suddenly my wife knows that, oh, it looks like I'm
1: going to be getting some shoes for Christmas. Yeah, I bet you the advertising industry didn't think of that when they uh, it's, created yeah. this whole system. But it, it is kind of freaky when you think about just how much we're targeted in terms of the ads that we see. And it's all based upon our online behavior.
0: Well, as uh, Facebook rolls this out, we'll uh, be checking it out and uh, we'll be keeping uh, listeners uh, up to date on it and on how they can uh, look into that as well. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, back to school gadgets. What should you be looking for? What are the best deals? Uh, And what are kids uh, needing for college and and high school and elementary school? We've got uh, one of our experts on from London Drugs. You're listening to Get Connected. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here. Beautiful, sunny weekend here in Vancouver. We're broadcasting live across the course Network right through Western Canada. Hello, everyone in uh, Calgary, Edmonton, Kelowna, Kamloops. I'm probably forgetting
1: cities. I tried to do the Facebook broadcast again another week. It's it's been a long tech journey to try to get this... uh, We've got Christina
0: there trying to prop up an iPhone. Yeah. So uh, we will uh, hopefully next weekend uh, get this uh, figured out.
1: Well, I got the audio issues figured out. Oh, it's beautiful. The audio sounds great.
0: So the problem with Facebook Live video is that um, the iPhone has to be vertical. Vertical. Like you normally hold it. Yeah. And we're used to having it horizontally. So the little rig that we have set up does not
1: work for that. Yes. So more adapters. I need to buy more adapters to get this thing working. I'll, I'll figure it out. It never ends. I'm very stubborn when it comes to Tuck technology. Duct tape. tape. <laughs> yes.
0: It's that time of year. We're uh, heading towards September now. I know the kids don't like hearing that, but uh, it is back to school time. On the line, we've got our friend Diane Williamson. She is uh, over at London Drugs, assistant computer manager. Thanks for joining us today, Diane.
2: Oh, thanks for having me.
0: So pretty excited to uh, talk tech with you. Uh, is it starting to get busy for, uh, for back to school?
2: It is, it is, and I think it always seems like it's coming earlier every year. So, what
0: are the big things people are looking for this year?
2: I think this year, they're just looking to get prepared. Uh, There's a lot of awareness around data conservation, so everybody's had it happen. People have lost stuff from their hard drives crashing, computers dying, whatnot. Uh, I think people are a lot more aware of that, so hard drives are always a a good go-to. Flash drives, of course, for students on the go.
0: What are some, uh, Gutney uh recommendations uh, when it comes to hard drives and flash drives?
2: Flash drives I wouldn't necessarily use for a long-term storage. It's Not really what they're designed to uh, to do, but the hard drives, absolutely. Do a hard drive. It's really easy. The, most of these are plug and play. They have backup software that come included with them. Um, I know that we've got one advertised in our flyer, a one terabyte verbatim. They come with a seven-year warranty. They're, they're a good, solid drive, and those we're, uh, we're going to be doing for eighty-nine
0: 99. 89 bucks for a terabyte, Andy. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: Do you remember the days when we used to have these big external hard drives? Yeah. And then you had to plug them into the wall and then plug it in? Oh, yeah, they had a big
0: power brick adapter. Yeah, yeah,
1: now you don't have to do that. Like, the kids are so lucky these days. I used to lug that around everywhere. Oh, now went. we sound like the old
0: guys. I know, but... <laughs> seven-year warranty. That's important. Uh, Hard drives, uh, you know, they've got a lot of moving parts in them. They're uh, spinning platters. So, uh, typically, you know, from what I've seen in the past, a lot of these hard drive manufacturers offer maybe like a two year warranty. So, seven years, that's amazing. Yeah,
2: no, it's a a really exceptional offering uh, from Verbatim. Really good.
0: But a terabyte, too. I mean, that will hold a truckload of information. So, uh, can't even think of how many tens of thousands of documents, but uh, if you're storing things like pictures, uh, you can hold literally tens of thousands of pictures as well, depending on the resolution uh, and video as well.
2: Yeah, and if you need more storage uh, space, we are also offering a 2 terabyte for 139 so not
0: that much more oh, i love hard drives uh, well, i'm yeah. a hard drive sucker
1: <laughs> i i just love buying hard drives and filling them up people are like that's way too much you can't there's no way you need that much and i'm like watch
2: and no but uh, oh, you got all your memories they're all saved in digital format but now
1: the the thing is diane you do not want to like cheap out on a hard drive it's no, a great no, investment no. to make because think of all the precious like photos and videos that you're going to be posting on there and storing you do not want that thing to die in in the future
2: yeah, and we we live a very digital lifestyle now. Cell phones with the smartphones, everybody has a, you know, at least some sort of a camera digital camera on them.
1: What about laptops? Are you seeing a lot of students, you know, we've gone through these years of tablet or laptop for for school, but now you see the manufacturers creating these kind of hybrids that can be both. Are you seeing students gravitate towards that?
2: We are. Yeah, there's certainly a lot more awareness of of these sort of hybrid devices. Although still, for, for students, utility-wise, the, the laptops do have a little bit more l- utility in that they have a larger hard drive. You know, there's there's less moving parts. <laughs> Things are being moved around a lot. What's
0: the, what's the pricing like uh, as far as uh, laptops or, or, or hybrids? Uh, what's kind of the uh, the sweet spot?
2: The sweet spot seems to be in around 299 to $350. Uh, that's where we've been seeing our, our Asus T100 sitting at um, the we have our own uh, line of products, a certified data line of products with our handy tabs. those are a hybrid unit as well. And we have units that have Windows 8.1 still on them for 199 dollars uh, and then uh, it's just 150 dollars more for the Windows 10 version.
0: 199 bucks yeah, yeah back yeah. in my day. <laughs> <laughs> Ken I'm sounding: Yeah
2: it prices it. It's, pretty uh, old. A lot more attractive these days.
0: Yeah, what about Apple products? Are uh, people uh, pretty keen on those?
2: Absolutely, the Apple products are always super popular. Um, a lot of people are getting into the Airs, starting at eleven ninety nine, of course, uh, for the thirteen inch have not seen a lot uh, of movement on the eleven inch but uh, Apple themselves haven't said a lot about what they're doing with that unit yet
0: uh, yeah i've been using uh an ipad pro uh, mm-hmm. which is a it's an iPad but kind of on steroids it 's got a powerful processor <laughs> uh and you can get like a, a kind of its a magnetic uh clip on keyboard yeah. for it uh, as well and that's what I took when I went on my uh trip over the summer here uh over to Ireland and it was like a using a laptop like I have not all my office programs on there so uh it's kind of a weird paradigm going from like a laptop to kind of a tablet but you can do it now because these tablets have all the apps and programs you need
2: absolutely no they're uh that's uh, a lot easier to do now
0: <laughs> uh any accessories uh that uh you know people should keep their eyes out uh, for for back to school
2: definitely a printer yeah uh, absolutely a huge range of different uh, options for printers Starting at of fifty bucks. Fifty
0: bucks. How can you go yeah. wrong with that? It's is that, that an HP hands. printer? That... Uh,
2: there's an HP printer for forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, and that's a ultra, super small, compact unit. Uh, yeah. It actually doesn't have the traditional scanning bed that you're used to seeing. Yeah. It just has sort of this little bar across the top of it that you just push the paper through and it scans or copies uh, the document. I
1: re- I actually reviewed that on uh, the TV show, Mike. It oh, is yeah? the world's smallest all-in-one printer it's it's so like how much
0: 50 bucks for 50
1: dollars that's great for a dorm room yes absolutely and they come ones. in different colors as well yeah
2: mm-hmm. yeah we're carrying the the blue one uh the one with the, the blue oh the blue uh, and white
0: yeah i wanted the red one <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> so 50 bucks and 50 bucks. is it is a uh, ink yes
2: it is an inkjet. Yeah, yeah so it's using a set of ink cartridges uh one color and one black cartridge wow.
0: um this has been uh, great information, Diane. Uh, obviously, people can check all this stuff uh, in store and online as well. Absolutely. London Drugs. LondonDrugs.com. <laughs> uh, Thanks again for joining us, Diane.
2: Uh, not a problem at all. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Uh, anytime. That was Diane Williamson, uh, Assistant Computer Manager over at uh, London Drugs. A lot of parents uh, and kids getting ready for back to school. Now is a good time to check that stuff out mm-hmm. because... There's selection left. As you get closer to September, uh, obviously more and more people are buying stuff, so you don't have as much selection. So uh, definitely a a good time uh, to check that all out. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, you'll want to stay tuned. We're going to do some photo tips at summertime. Also, the uh, Abbotsford Air Show is on as well. So we've uh, got uh, our good friend Dwayne William – no, Dwayne, sorry, uh, from Panasonic to give us some photo tips on shooting planes at 500 miles an hour. You're to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network, back after this. You're back with Get Connected, Mike and Andy here in studio. We will be going open line shortly, taking your tech calls and questions. I want to talk a little bit about uh, photos right now. Uh, Christina, who's in the studio, a regular app contributor, uh, also avid photographer. Uh, Christina and I had a chance to actually check out the Abbotsford Air Show uh, yesterday afternoon and uh, evening, and check out some of the, uh, the cool photos planes and uh, displays and what have you, Um, super hot. Uh, But you brought your camera as well, a Panasonic G7, is that right?
3: Yeah, it's a Lumix G7. And by the way, Avid Photographer is a bit of an exaggeration. Is it? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starting out. Budding? budding? Yes, exactly. Thank you, Andy. Okay. So
0: um, I brought my iPhone, which it was very difficult to (laughs) to take pictures of these jets that were like screaming by. How did you make out?
3: You know what? It was tough. Um, I didn't anticipate how tough it was going to be to get good shots. But uh, I think the trick is to follow them Yes, as as much as and you press can. press that shutter
1: button as fast as possible?
3: Yeah. Well, the nice thing about the Lumix is it's got a burst mode.
1: Oh, so you just hold it.
3: I just hold it and it will does just that work? go to town. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really the only way you I think can... The
0: iPhone has a burst mode. Uh, I think it does. Yeah. yeah. When I something's
3: think... going that fast, I feel like... It's probably the only way you can get anything good. Well,
0: I know thousands of people are heading out there uh, this weekend to uh, take in the festivities and uh, the great uh, aerial displays. So on the line right now, we've, uh, we've got an expert in just about everything. His name's Dwayne Bradley. He's like a killer drone operator, animal wrangler, avid photographer uh, as well, and a Panasonic brand ambassador. Thanks for joining us, Dwayne.
4: My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: I just wanted to stretch that out because I know you're sitting inside of a hot car right now. Yes, I appreciate it. (laughs) Sweating it out. Uh, But I I had a chance to uh, hang out with uh, Dwayne last night, uh, and you were taking a bunch of pictures uh, as well. Yeah,
4: I was. I was shooting away. Um, I've been a regular air show attender for a number of years now, usually all three days. So uh, I've seen a lot, I've shot a lot, I have a pretty good idea of, of what works and what doesn't work and you know the the, the approach of uh spray and pray uh, like like christine was talking about there that that works uh.
0: <laughs> well i know what doesn't work uh, i love my iphone and you know i got some decent pictures but obviously uh using uh a better camera with some decent lenses uh helps as well what are some some kind of basic tips for people that are out uh, going to the air show uh this weekend to you know get a, a few fun shots
4: yeah, I, most of us are looking to get a really great shot to post on our social media. That's kind of one of those things that we all want to do when we're taking our photos now. And for me, as a an avid Instagrammer or Facebooker and, and perusing people's photos, when I see an air show photo, uh, there's one mistake that I commonly see, and that's if you're shooting a, an airplane with a propeller or a helicopter, it's when you use a really fast shutter speed and you freeze the propeller. So when you're looking at the picture, you have no sense of motion. You have no idea that that helicopter is actually flying because the propeller is just frozen in time. And what you want to do is actually slow down your shutter speed, which is counterintuitive when things are moving fast. You actually want to slow down your shutter speed and allow the propellers to blur so you get that sense of movement and motion.
0: Hmm, I think I, I can use this tip because all my Shots of the helicopters (laughs) we We're not not that great. Uh, So slow down the shutter speed, you're saying.
4: Yeah, so the search and rescue helicopter that flew last night, um, I was shooting that, and that was right at dusk. So it was actually getting pretty dark, but I was managing still to get my shutter speed down to a 50th of a second. um, And even lower, after I got a couple shots that I knew would turn out really, really well, that's when I like to experiment and try something new. I actually took my shutter speed right down to a 20th of a second handheld and was still able to get some really great shots um, with lots of propeller blur front and back, uh, where I still was able to freeze the motion of the search and rescue techs coming out of the helicopter.
1: Dwayne, what about lenses? What kind of lenses do you have to use when you're taking shots of airplanes?
4: Um, well, a lot of us uh, that are here, um, you know, specifically to get really great photos, we're going to have our money invested in big telephotos. Um, I was shooting on a Panasonic 100 to 400, which is a 800 millimeter equivalent for the film shooters or the uh, Canon Nikon shooters. Um, it's great to have purpose-built equipment like that, but we don't all have that uh, luxury and, and option of coming out for a day of shooting and have this massive telephoto lens. We just don't all have that. So it's, it's learning what you have and, and knowing what shots you can get, how to position yourself to use what you have. So I mean, even last night, I was able to get quite a few shots wide-angle and knowing uh, with Mount Baker and the sun setting last night, just to try and make this less about the plane and more about where I'm at and the, the environment that I'm in. So um, if you have a telephoto, that's fantastic. But, but don't be afraid to say, well, I don't have a telephoto, so I'm not going to bring my camera to the air show. It's, it's pointless. There's lots of planes on display that you can get really close to and still, still shoot uh, wide angle. So uh, it's knowing what you have and how to use it, not uh, what I have to have, and I don't have it so I can't shoot.
0: Well, Christina brought up an interesting point last night when she was taking pictures. She was saying, you know, I've, I've got to get a frame of reference uh, when I'm taking some of these yeah. photos of the plane. Like, I, all my photos are like this little speck, which is basically mm-hmm. a plane in a blue sky. So you really don't understand what's happening. So, you know, last night near dusk there, you're like trying to get the plane with the moon in the background yeah. or like mm-hmm. mountains. So you could kind of yeah. get a sense of, uh, of, of what was happening in the atmosphere.
4: Absolutely. That's, that's a key thing as well, is, is knowing uh, when you take a picture of just a plane in the sky, it's just a plane in the sky. You have no idea how big it is or how fast it's moving. But when you can add something to the foreground or the background that gives you reference to what the subject is, it makes all the difference. So uh, today is actually a fantastic day because we have a little bit of really high clouds. So it's not going to affect the air show. In terms of what display they do, they're still going to be able to fly to 30,000 feet, the jets, and all that stuff. But it actually gives you some character to the sky. So you actually have some some um, background that the planes can be flying against. It doesn't look like you're looking up into the sky anymore. You can actually make it look like you're in a plane flying along with them. And, and I have some beautiful photos where people have thought that I was flying in a plane shooting air-to-air because of the cloud background.
0: I was taking pictures uh, and posting them on Facebook, uh, albeit uh, iPhone pictures, basically saying, you know, I was one of the guys parachuting or in the (laughs) plane. uh, And, you know, funny, people believe it. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you're
4: so trustworthy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So if you see those pictures of me in the Facebook uh, saying that I'm one of the parachuters, I'm not. I'm not even going to try that anytime soon. Next
4: year. We'll get you up there next year. (laughs) Next year.
0: Um, Dwayne, are there... Places people can go online to see some of the pictures happening from the air show?
4: Um, I would probably recommend Instagram or Facebook and and using the hashtags. Um, Most people will be using uh, pound air show or hashtag air show, uh, hashtag Abbotsford air show, uh, hashtag AI, what is it, Abbotsford international air show, so AIA 2016. Uh, There's a few different hashtags to see kind of people's photos from around here. Um, And then I think a lot of our Lumix ambassadors are using our typical Lumix hashtags, which would be uh, Lumix Stories, Lumix Lounge, um, Lumix, just town Lumix. So there's a few different places you'll be able to find some of the photos we've been taking.
0: Dwayne, I want to thank you uh, so much for coming on. I know you're sitting in a a smoking hot car right now, (laughs) sweating to death, so I'm going to let you get back to the uh, air show.
4: Appreciate it. Thank you very much. It's just about to get started here, so... People are still considering coming out. It's a good time to come. Like I say, that F-35 is on display. It's making its Canadian debut. It's a pretty fantastic plane to get really close to and get some great, fantastic photos of.
0: So, friend Dwayne Bradley, Panasonic brand ambassador. Check out uh, hashtag Lumix Stories. Uh, Lots of great photos uh, happening from the air show. I'm going to open up the phone lines. We're going to take any of your general tech questions. Your calls, 604-280-9898. Anywhere in Canada, toll-free or the U.S., 1-877-399-9898. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio. Coming up shortly, we'll have uh, App of the Week from Christina, who's here uh, with us uh, as well. 604-280-9898 is the... uh the phone number, we're open line here on Get Connected, taking your tech calls and questions. Uh, just before we get to the calls, um, again, back to the air show, we had a, a great time there, courtesy of Panasonic. They had their uh, photo pit with all the, the photographers uh, hanging out, taking some great uh, shots.
3: Yeah, it's pretty cool. It gives you like an unencumbered view of the airfield and so that y- you really can get some great shots. The other great thing is they let you uh, borrow some of their gear to test out. I uh, had a kit lens with me, and didn't think it was going to cut it. And they lent me a nice zoom lens to try out. So it's pretty cool.
0: Uh, I know London Drugs is down there as well in the same uh, tent there, the Photo uh, Pit tent. So you can actually check out some uh, photo gear there and purchase it uh, as well. So you want to check that out if you're at the Abbotsford Air Show. I'm going to jump here to the phone lines six zero four two eight zero nine eight nine eight. Taking your tech calls and questions. We got uh, Dan on the line. Hey, Dan.
4: Hello. Hi. Um- I got a window came up on my uh, screen and it said that a trojan horse had tried to get in the back door that my firewall had successfully stopped it. Great. Then it said I should phone a phone number. Yeah. Uh 18445760902. Now, is that really a Microsoft number?
0: No, no. no. Microsoft will never send you any of those kinds of messages. If someone phones you and says they're from Microsoft, it's not Microsoft. Uh, This is a common thing that scammers do to try to get you to phone them, and they'll basically try, once they get you on the phone, to tell you that your computer's infected, and the only way to get it uninfected is you uh, log on to the special website, give them your credit card number, Uh, And then they bleed you dry.
1: We get so many calls about this over the last couple of years. We actually had a guest from Microsoft come on the show just to inform all the listeners that Microsoft will never call you or ask you to call them. If they are going to contact you, it's going to be via email. So it is a fraud. What they try to do is get you to install stuff. Mike, you told me a funny story about your son yeah got a call and he played <laughs> played with the guy for a long
0: time well my son uh you know I think he's uh, around twenty uh you know living at home, so going to university, he was home on his computer doing some stuff, and the phone rang and uh said, you know answered and he said the guy basically said uh, i'm sorry to say that your uh, your home network and computers are infected, you know one of these scammers right yeah, and so my son's pretty smart, and he's like he knew that this was a scam, but he just played along. And strung this guy out for an hour, you know, because the guy kept saying, "I need you to go to this website." And my son, like, "Okay, how do you spell that?" And just drove this guy
1: insane
0: on the telephone.
1: It's exactly what I would do yeah. too.
0: And then at the end, my son said to him, uh, "You know, hey, I know you're scamming. Uh, you know, shouldn't be doing this." The guy lost it. Yeah, he it got angry. swearing at him, saying he's going to come kill him. <laughs> um, anyway, if you get those calls. Just hang up,
1: hang unless up. unless you want to have fun with this guy and oh yeah, and waste their time. Yeah, waste their time. Yeah. They uh, won't call you back yeah. after that.
0: So remember that, listeners. Microsoft will never call you ever, ever, ever. If you get these pop ups uh, on your computer saying call this number to fix this uh, or click you know to this website to fix this, it's a scam. It is a scam. <laughs> Do not go there. We're going to have to take a uh, another quick break here. When we come back, we're going to have uh, Christina in to talk about App of the Week. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by our friends at London Drugs here in the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here. It's been a, uh, a great show, uh, app of the week here in a moment. Uh, lots of great back-to-school deals. Obviously, you can check out London Drugs. Uh, Apple also has some deals uh, di- direct as well uh, through their website and uh, their Apple stores. Uh, if you buy, uh, select... Uh, Apple products, some of the iPhones, MacBooks, uh, there's like student pricing, and I think they throw in a a free pair of Beats headphones as well. Yeah. So you get a discount on Apple stuff, and you get some Beats
1: headphones, which we all know are super cool. Headphones are like the new sneaker when it comes to like fashion statements. Oh my people. God, there's like millions of them out it's there. It's funny because Michael Phelps uses Beats headphones. Okay. Does he? And he has to tape because it's not a sponsor for the Olympics. Oh. So he has to tape, but then he missed one of the logos. <laughs> it was so no. funny. Yeah. Oh. So now you see, look at his headphones. He's got the American flag all over the place because he's covering every Beats logo. Those Olympic people are crazy. It's funny, yeah. We're going
0: to jump over to App of the Week with Christina Stoyanova. What do you got for us?
3: I have a really interesting app today that okay. uh, parents and teachers and coaches might find really useful. It's called Concussion Ed.
0: Concussion Ed. Yes. And so what is this all about?
3: So it actually, um, it's a free free app that's been designed um, to provide resources about concussions and how to deal with them. Um, so there are actually different sections within the app about prevention, how to recognize a concussion and then managing one if it happens um and tracking the symptoms as well. Uh,
0: this is a must have app for uh parents and kids that are involved in sports really.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, you know this, your your daughter plays soccer and all these other sports, so that's got to be a worry all the time. You never know when I'm something's... worried about me
0: getting a, a random soccer ball in, my, my <laughs> in the head. head. <laughs> but I, I got a big head, right? So it's a pretty big target, yeah. <laughs> essentially. So it's, it's a going concern for me.
3: Um, but this is actually a very preventable thing, concussions. Yes. Um, and so, I mean, I would focus on the prevention yes. section if you've got kids. <laughs> so this
0: sounds like an excellent app. Obviously, prevention, uh, awareness, education uh, about concussions uh, in general.
3: Yeah. And there's, there's some great content on here. There's some videos. Um, so you don't have to, you know, read pages and pages of content. They condense it for you nicely.
0: Very cool. And again, uh, the app, uh, free.
3: Yeah, it's completely free. Um, and it's available for Android and iPhone in both English and French. And there's also a web based version for Blackberries and Windows phones.
0: Concussion Ed free app. Uh, if you are into sports uh, with your kids, especially, definitely something uh, you want to check out. Well, summer is uh, happening pretty quick here, Andy. So over the next few weeks, uh, we will be talking uh, more back to school gear. Uh, something that I want to talk about, uh, I think next show, uh, cell phone bills. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I saw a study basically that uh, we pay some of the highest cell phone rates in the world, in Canada, and and the U.S. for that matter. We didn't need a study. They could have just asked me. I would have told them. Oh, I know. I was, was... I was over in an Ireland uh, for a little while this summer, and uh, the rates there,
1: because I, I basically got some SIM cards there, they were half. They yeah. were half the price. Yeah. It drove me crazy. It, well, this comes down to just basic markets. We only have three competitors in Canada. They'll, they would argue that it's because of the vast distance and the small population requires all this infrastructure, and we got to make the money back. But at the end of the day, there's only three co- competitors. Where in Europe, think of all the how many countries are in the space of Canada, right? If you look at square footage. And that's why we end up paying a lot more because we don't have enough competition.
0: Next week, you'll want to stay tuned because on average, a lot of us are paying like $80, 90 $100 a month for our cell phone bills. We're going to give you the best deals out there where you can, in some cases, get your cell phone bill cut in half. That is huge savings. So stay tuned next week. I want to thank all the folks that helped put the show together. Of course, Annie, my co-host and producer. Greg on the controls, as always. Uh, and, of course, Christina Storinova for coming in and helping us out with the apps. Mike, Andy, and Christina logging off. We'll see you again next week.